Oh, this might be the first episode we fight on. This will be good. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Brawl 2021. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Santa gets down and dirty. <laughs> Anytime so yeah. We're all looking welcome, at you. Killing us. Welcome to... Oh, that's right. That's where I am. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to Bay Floor Discussions with Brian Cole, John Morrison, Ed Pennell, Eric Field, a couple special guests, and even one in the audience. Oh, we've introduced all Yeah. He's they know better. He doesn't have a microphone today, though, for over those of you now watching on our uh, two cameras. Yeah. Give him a little wave. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We have our... Uh, so, uh, yeah, we got two special guests, so I will uh, let them introduce themselves and, and tell us a little bit. Oh, brains over beauty first? Okay, that's fine. Uh, I'm Josette <laughs> hey, DeChambeau. I've never been called the beauty I've before. never met this man before in my life. I don't know why he's sitting next to me. It's kind of terrifying. He drove right in front of me the entire way. Awful. Um, <laughs> what have I done? I started volunteering with Skyway Alaska's fire department five years ago. We did search and rescue, fire, and EMS. Uh, I think we had maybe two fire calls every single year and everything else was EMS coming off of the cruise ships that would come into port. So that was super fun. Um, took a year and a half off when I was living outside Denver, but kind of came back here for winters for the last couple of years. Yeah. Somehow got onto Freiburg fire. God bless them. They let a woman in terrifying. <laughs> and now I hang out a little bit on Freiburg rescue. Got to actually make that official. Whoops. Sorry, chief. Um, yeah progress here to stay yeah. now <laughs> terrifying it's a great start we're off to a good start <laughs> i'm excited for this one it's fantastic i love it who are you what are you doing why are you here i'm here because someone told me to be here yeah asked, you're welcome asked, your secretary took care yes. of that you guys ask she told oh gotcha mm-hmm. all right so if the, yeah anyone listening hasn't guessed i'm rob DeChambeau. i'm her dad uh i'm a lieutenant over in freiburg also the training officer also a member of Freiburg Rescue here. Previously was a captain in Chafee County, Colorado, a firefighter in uh, Glen Echo Fire before or outside of Bethesda and Tacoma Park. Those were live-in volunteers back, way back when. Uh, started this whole mess in EMS actually when I was 16 and just kept going. So, so how many years you have now? <laughs> More than 30. <laughs> Hate to say that. Uh, we're edging closer to 40, 40 there, Father. But so, good try. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you guys actually bring some experience from outside the state, which uh, we haven't pulled a lot of, so that's good. That's literally all I know how to talk about. Don't worry. Outside the state? Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> it's actually pretty exciting if you think about it. Yeah. You know? So we're excited for this one anyways because every episode we ask for outside input. And, uh, again, for those of you that can now see on our cameras, I don't know which one has a better angle, but we actually have notes uh, more serious than we've ever been ever. So we're excited and scared about that. Uh, also, if you hear any nice crinkling, that's what we're doing. We're finding out where we are in this conversation and uh, going from there. But we'll start off... Seeing as we're actually coming into some winter weather 
in the winter. Oh, I don't know, is it officially winter yet? Winter no, weather yet. in winter. 21st? The 21st. 21st. Yeah. Until then, we've had a phenomenal spring this fall, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Phone. Just, I forget to silent mine. Just cause and the, probably off up, the table, because yeah. so, if it vibrates they on pick, the table. Oh, they they yeah. pick up. These microphones pick up everything. So, yeah, wintertime. Uh, do a little ice safety warning. PSA. What do you got? What do I got? You're the one that normally <laughs> does it. Yeah. We have, uh, that, um, we have that chart that you showed. Yeah, where is that chart? i got to find that chart. I'll, I'll send it to you so you can hook it into the video. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I think a T-Rex, you have to have over, what, eight inches of ice? I'm not even going to guess. But, uh, yeah. Just no two is not enough. That's right. <laughs> for anything. Yeah, Eric remembers that from last year, that uh, two is never enough for anything. Crinkle some paper. So, yeah, uh, use your head. Be safe. Think about it. Check as you go. Um, there's not really a lot of ice out right now um, to be on, but there are and people out on it. And that's going to be deceiving when you see the snow on top of it. Correct. So we have the snow coming in. Just because there's three feet of snow on top of it doesn't mean there's three feet of ice below it. So right definitely has not, not been cold enough. enough. The ground's not even froze yet. Right. So was it, it was uh, last year, just about this time, what was it, episode three or something like that, when... We had the first snow and things went down. Yeah, I don't <laughs> went, know. We, uh, we didn't get much for snow last year. But it was this time when Eric started joining us and we had a bunch of calls and we ended up leaving religiously in every yeah, episode I, about halfway three, through. Yeah. So. Oh, every podcast oh, we did was a snowstorm. Yep. yep. That was fun. It's crazy. So. so maybe we'll get back on that. Yeah, you never know. You never hey, the know. forecast gets you right back on track. We're just a little early. Yep. yep. Not wrong. So don't, don't forget to put your snow tires on. Yeah, change over your Careful. snow tires, bub. Yep. <laughs> Time for them studded snows. You can go anywhere. Yeah. Wicked fast. Wicked fast. Don't even slow down, guy. Just fucking go right around him. <laughs> Just send it. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. So uh, we, we just want to follow this right in order. Did oh, you do this? Or whatever you want to do. Oh, so uh, I just, so I just wanted to touch on one okay. thing. Last episode, we were talking about fatal fires. Yes. And I think I estimated at 10 to 12 for the last episode. As of December 5th, uh, the state is at 27 fatalities of fires this year, which is, which is a lot. So Way up. Um, my numbers were way off. Um, I would much rather have them around the 10. I'd really like to have them around zero, but um, 27 is a lot for for our state. So I uh, just wanted to correct my numbers on that last one. So, But, yeah, let's jump into it. All right. Uh, so the first thing we have is how much we've talked about getting the community involved and in interacting with the fire departments and uh, how we can actually go about changing that. Uh, so making moves to increase interaction with the town and getting them into the department, whether it be to just see the equipment, see what we do, or to get them to join. Uh, or so, both. Or both, yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. I, ideally. So, I mean, what's funny is in um, Oxford County, we've seemed to be recruiting a lot more people on calls. 
like somebody gets in a car accident and we're there and helping them out and typically we sit on the side of the road and wait for a wrecker or whatever and they go well you know how do how did you guys get here and it's we got time to kill in a vehicle, so <laughs> in a vehicle. right so um you know, we actually have that conversation with them, like, hey, we'll stop by if you're in the area, because it's weird how often they crash in their own town. <laughs> and, um, you know, they, they stop by, check things out, and um, give it a go. Not going to say it's always 100%, um, you know, they don't stick around for a super long time. But I think that's an issue no matter how you recruit people. They come in, they find out, wow, this is like an actual time commitment, and I can't do this but gets people to have a better appreciation of what we do. And if it does work out, then even better. So mm -hmm. that's something. Just have a conversation with people you already interact with. What kind of retention do you guys get from that? Um, One out of three? I, I, I'd say two out of five. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, and there's a mix of... yeah. I mean, there's been a mix of other issues as well that has knocked people out. And, uh, you know, it seems like, a, like I said, a lot of people show up and think, I'm just going to throw a jacket on and, right. and do it all. And then they realize, you know, one, I can't do anything without training. Two, training takes time. Three, I don't want to do it. So about the third time they get called at 2 o'clock in the morning or their significant other hears that, uh, that pager go off at an inconvenient time, they kind of... They kind of ghost us a little bit. They're like, hey, uh, so I'm not going to be making as many calls. And then next thing you know, they don't pick up the phone when you call them and say, hey, where you been? We haven't seen you at training in a little while. Just want to make sure you're alive. <laughs> next thing you know, their gear's on the, on the front porch or right out front of the door. So, But like I said, I think it's been good not only for the people that we've kept, and some of the people we've kept are, are phenomenal, but uh, the people that we don't keep have a newfound understanding and appreciation for what we do. You know, I have seen them at town meetings and they come to bat for us because they go, they, they will basically say that to the selectmen and, and the town townspeople. Like, if you don't appreciate what they do, go hang out with them for a little bit and figure out what they do because you don't give them, don't give them what they need for it. So there's a lot. A lot involved. How do you guys do all on your side? Well, <laughs> you guys are primarily volunteer, right? Or call, call. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're paid on call, yeah. but basically volunteers for, you know, we just happen to get paid once in a while when we go to a call or training. Yeah. We're having a hard time with that same issue, but guess what? We've had, I've, everywhere I've been has that same problem. Uh, right now, we're kind of in a resurgence of, People that had been on the department and left, you know, five, ten years ago, they're coming back. Hmm. Uh, that's and it's nice uh, that coming back in different capacities. I have one guy who came back. He wants to drive. Yeah. Uh, he's got his CDL. He's, he's actually a really good driver. He's a great driver. Yeah. Uh, he decided for himself. He wants to get back in better shape. Once he does, then he'll go back for some interior qualifications. Nice. But it comes out. We get, you know, we get a call. He shows up. We have a driver. Uh, he has no problem taking the tanker. Driver. Consistent, yeah. 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 You know, he has no problem taking the tanker out. Mm -hmm. 
Nice. I didn't say tender this time. <laughs> Fair enough. That's part of that, the problem of yeah. jumping around the country. Uh-huh. That's a West Coast thing. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Ask for a tanker out there and watch what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you get really wet. <laughs> yeah. You have a really big bill. At the end. <laughs> Ask for a tender here, you get a different type of bird with barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> So, Chief, what has been your experience as far as um, taking in new people? Uh, I guess, how much do you commit to them before kind of figuring out where they fall? Because you can't, you can't just take someone off the street and say, hey, sit here and learn. You know, they do have to participate a little bit. It's yeah. like the more they participate, the more they learn, the more they learn, the more well, know, responsibilities it, they us, get. When we, when we interview people, we kind of get an idea of what they want. Yeah. You know, what are they looking for? Um, something that's, it, it's not exclusive to Maine, but um, it, it's interesting when you deal with other instructors of SCBA when, and non-SCBA or drivers. You know, that that concept to some agencies in other states is just foreign. Yeah. If you're a firefighter, you're a firefighter, and you're expected to, to perform all those functions. So, um, but it's, you know, you have a discussion, you, you, you have an interview, see what they're looking to get out of it, you know? Um, and then we can tailor that to, to what they're doing or, you know, what they want. Um, certainly I would love everybody to be able to, to get their fire to and, and EMS license and, but not everybody has that much time. I mean, if, if you, if you tally up hours for a fire two and a, e, a basic EMT, you're probably between what, four and 500 hours of training. Initial and, training. Yeah. Mm. I mean, never mind research. Right. So that's, right. that's, and then you're looking at gear and you're looking at, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it costs us about four grand to out, outfit somebody with, with turnout gear and, and all the equipment. So, um, you know, this is, that's the cost of doing business, right? You know, um, so, but it, it's, it's you just have to sit down with that person who's coming in the door and see what their what their end goal is, yeah. Because we can tailor, pretty much. But I think my biggest issue has been, like I said, people come through the door and they they're really gung ho about it. They love the idea of running into a fire and. And, and working and doing the, the hero stuff they see on TV. Right. And then they realize, no, you got to be certified. You got to follow the rules. You got to follow, you know, your command system. And there's smaller towns have the politics involved. And there's a lot of, a lot of playing nice to get to that end goal. And then at the end of the year, how many actual structure fires do we get? Right. And that's well, another and that's, big problem that people have is you know, that we, they, they think a firefighter fights fires. And, and, and that's, that's on us. We have to educate them. That's true. Um, you know, we, <clears throat> excuse me, we have, to, we have to be honest with them. Yes, we're, we're Casco Fire Rescue. About 80% of our stuff is EMS. Right. See, but there's and, the thing. If, I, if people knew that more, I think you'd be getting a lot maybe a different demographic coming in because I mean, for me at first, I never, I obviously know what firefighters do. I grew up with one, right? but I never really thought about, Oh, this is something that I could get into until I started seeing, Oh, they go to car wrecks. Oh, they're going to EMS calls. Oh, they're going to SAR calls. That's when I was, and that's what got me in with Alaska is they started doing, Oh, we need search and rescue people. You're a guide. You hike these things all the time. Can you come out if we have a call? Absolutely. And then I slowly got into it going, Oh, 
I can still go to a car rack, and even though I can't use the jaws or whatever else, I can stand over here. I can be helpful. I can hold right. this. I can, you know, yeah. X, Y, Z. Yeah. I think it's intimidating to a lot of people, and honestly, a lot of people coming up from the city who only see like, oh, here's the fire department. They drive the big trucks. Blah 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 blah. Right. They don't realize that you're doing everything out here in a more rural area. Yeah. So if they get more of that education of, oh yeah, this is something that I don't have to have the qualifications right away. But I can show up and I can start getting involved with, you know, oh, they have a rescue and they need somebody just to hike a Stokes litter wheel up. Great. I can can do that. that. Right. And the rest of us will love them forever because I don't ever want to do it again. But (laughs) just little things like that. So that's, it's funky for me coming from, again, a very rural area in Alaska where I started off where you had the three different, you had EMS, you had fire, you had SAR. You could get involved in just one of those three. And then eventually, if you were there long enough, you probably bled over into one of the other you know, programs, so right. to speak. Yeah. Um, I know at least for us in Freiburg, we obviously have Freiburg Fire, and then we have Freiburg Rescue. So we'll overlap sometimes, too. Where... And you guys are two separate agencies. Yeah, yes, those are right. two separate. Right. And we were that way until 2010, 2011-ish, um, it, where we, we, we merged both departments into one. So, um, But that, again, is something that people don't always get right there's a lot of politics up in freiburg in regards to that because freiburg rescue serves five communities Mm -hmm. with five different fire departments right Uh, so they have there's just a complete different dynamic there Uh, right but but, to get back to bringing people in yeah (laughs) there we go (laughs) is that i really try to have her back i think i think we'll have her back for some more the last five years of my life have literally just been reining in men who want to go running off in different directions and women to be fair same thing as eric are you talking talking about the fire service or what fire service (laughs) guiding everyday life cruise ships my god you want to talk about reining people in talk about cruise ships (laughs) hurting cats (laughs) hurting cats that are drowning but that's okay um They're drunk Getting cats back. and they're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Boardwalks awesome. are terrifying really? things. Let me it's not even you. a cat. That's a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd they go? Awesome. I have no idea. Uh, but showing people, right. So what's the difference now? But What's the difference in what you guys do now versus 10 years ago? People who moved up to the area maybe 10, 15 years ago could still think, oh, you're just the fire department. You're not going to show up with the ambulance anymore. If you do, then they're like, oh, maybe they're just ambulance. They don't really understand what it means to be both of those. So for people who are looking to volunteer or something like that or really get into it, explaining kind of, this area still confuses the crap out of me, to be honest, with (laughs) the, oh, we're paid on call and we're fully staffed and we don't really know what we are. We're just kind of throwing people into the ring. If you show up, you show up. (laughs) Woohoo! But kind of, you know, laying that out a little bit better and Don't saying... Don't put people on your roster just to have people on your roster. <laughs> yeah. What a concept. I know towns that do that. <laughs> oh, but that was a whole episode. That was, yeah, it was. That was, that was yeah. one of the ones that we uh, upset a lot of people. <clears throat> yeah. We would yeah. never. We actually upset... A, a department got mad at us. And we weren't even talking about that department. You don't have to like, talk about a specific when department. When your ears just, start yeah. burning. I was like, if the shoe fits, mm, I mean, right. what? Yeah. Like, look, that's actually Dick, something we did. We took a bunch of people you. off the rolls this last yeah. year. Yeah. Ooh, sweet treats. Right. 
We do it every year for BLS. Like, oh no, well, these are gone. <laughs> gone. We haven't seen them in a long time. <laughs> January and February. Uh, do roster arrays. Yeah. John just realized he needs to put a cookie in his mouth before he says something <laughs> that he's going to regret. Distract my. <laughs> but um, so when is Freiburg oh Fire and Freiburg Rescue merging? <laughs> wow, he's really trying to get me sunk. Well, it's nice knowing you all. We're both going to be dead between now and 24 hours from now. Probably long after I'm gone. And me. Oh, boy. So, kind of to what you were saying, though, it always amazes me to go on an EMS call and have someone ask, well, where did you guys come from? Right. Like, you don't realize your own town has has an ambulance? Yeah. You know, and that's what, like you said, it's kind of our responsibility to teach them. I don't... I don't really know short of stapling posters to telephone poles how it works, but uh, I will say you know, everybody I talk to, whenever they hear I'm on a fire department, they're like, that's all they know. You go mm. running into burning buildings. It's like, no, if you can hold a stop slow paddle, I'll take you. Right. You know? Yeah, that's as long as you've had the proper the, training. The proper training. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you even got to be trained to do that. Right. I mean, we can't well, let you on the street. But I mean, drivers, you, yeah. you get a CDL driver. You know, uh, I don't, I'm not, like you said, you have your member. You know, I'm not in shape. I'm not fit enough to be a firefighter. Man, if you can drive a truck, you're, I would right. love to have you here. That's right. You're, you're valuable. Right. We can, use, we can use almost anybody in some form or fashion. That's kind of, like you said, different places. To me, in Maine, that's more unique. Or yeah. back, east, back east. Yep. You know, out west, at least my, it was a county department. Uh but when you came in the door, we trained you and you were, you know, you went through fire one, fire two. You were a firefighter. Yeah. I mean, we, we went through tons of vehicle wrecks. People, for some reason, can't drive in mountains and snow. Uh, Weird about that, huh? Yeah. Crazy concept. Right. Studded snows do. Studded snows. You got to have your, snow, your snows. <laughs> I know. I need to be working tonight. <laughs> And it's well, drop moon. that into four-wheel drive, Bob. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. So you just have all four locked so, up when right. you're sliding. I was going to say, have four-wheel <laughs> stop. Right. Slickle and snow outside, yeah, dude. Right? Jeez, Bob. <laughs> they put their snow tires on, get their coffee and coffee brandy, and then they just go out. We were just talking about that this morning. Is that a, is that a problem? Are you not supposed to do that? No. As long as you got oh. your blinky light on, it's fine. Ah, yeah. <laughs> as long as you're a plow truck driver. <laughs> That's par for the course, isn't it? Right. Oh, Sorry funny. to any plow truck drivers out there. We, we do love you. <laughs> Please stick around. Right. right. Uh, isn't that one of those things you can't retire from? You're always a plow truck driver. Right. All right. So back on topics. <laughs> so, Dad, what you were talking about, though, with, you know, you showed up to Chafee County Fire and they immediately put you through Fire 1, Fire 2 training. It wasn't an option, right? Like, you didn't walk in and go, well, I, I'd like to run a stop slow paddle. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Our first chief that, out but... there was kind of more like that. Our second chief came in and he was adamant about training. Yeah. Uh, our first chief, actually, the first chief when I came in, it was, oh, okay, you want to join? Great, come here, come on, fill out the paperwork. And then when I handed him a packet of my certs, he looks at me and goes, oh, you, you've done this before. Once or uh, twice. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, okay, well, we don't, you know, 
we don't have to do this. This is basically uh, the board kind of found out about some of that and said, this is not the way we want our departments to operate. Yeah. We got a new chief and he was all about training, which is great. Uh, even though I had fire one and two came, you know, came in with the certs. He's like, you know what? Let's go through it. So we're all on the same page. Okay. I'll go back through it. It's kind of fun actually. Yeah. Uh, so re redid my fire one fire two out there. Um, they, I left and then they started getting more into the instructors. Uh, we had a Colorado state, uh, education that used to come up into the mountains, up into Keystone every year. And he was all about, you know, officers. Uh, I want you to go for officer development there, firefighters. If there's a track you want to take, let's sign up for it. Um, nice. He expected, you know, when I made lieutenant there, it was expected. You will start going into officer development. Right. Uh, you, it's, you will be able to run a scene because you'll have to. Right. Um, and we followed ICS out there, you know, so... Yeah, we had a command, we had ops, and if even at car accidents, you know, we just ran that system. Yeah. So the officers learned pretty quick, and it was a great way of bringing everyone in for training. Everyone got on the same page. Yeah. Uh, it also allowed, I know this is a top, Eric <coughs> loves this topic, but it also allowed the firefighters to continue, you know. Yeah. They were, everything was pro-boarded. Uh, you wanted a career, you got, you advanced in the career as much as you wanted. Yeah. You know. Yeah. As much as you were willing to put in, you could get out of it. Exactly. Yeah. So was that structured by the department or by the individual? So like would the department say you're going to take class A and then B, then C, then D, or was it you pick whatever trainings you're going to do in your time frame and we'll kind of guide Except you? Except for fire one. You know, you come in the door, yeah, you're going to get fire one. Yeah. Uh, anything else above that was you wanted to do was up to you, but it was heavily encouraged. That's good. So it was great. I mean, someone like me, I love training. As you guys probably, well, most right. of you guys know, if there's training out there, I'm going to try and find it and go to it. Well, I mean, actually, I think with the exception of Josette, everybody here is an instructor, and um, yeah, we're we we like to train. <laughs> you know, I hadn't like caught on to that yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We'll, we'll have another one coming up. So keep I, listening; we'll you'll figure you. it out. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> she'll be in the next class. Yes, she will. <laughs> Whether I want to or not. Exactly. Yeah, she See? she'll have her fire one and two over this next year, and then just, then we'll I put I her in an instructor yeah, one so and two. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, you guys are hosting a bridge course in the spring, right? Yes. So from BLS to fire one and two. Yes, that's the, the plan. plan. Yeah. That is so, the plan. What's um. And, and it's tough when you don't have a lot of people coming in the door, but how do you, you know, do we start planning for a fire one, like over next winter for 2022? Um, you know, how, how do we keep the momentum of actually getting the fire one and, and fire two stuff? How, how do we keep that moving? I know this, this might not be popular around here, but I'd rather teach a fire one class than a BLS class. Oh, we've had that conversation yeah, many that times. Conversation. <laughs> so that's that's why and I offered the fire one versus no, the yeah. yeah. I mean, we agree with you, but like a lot of administration around here, every time I teach a BLS class, it's what they want. Right. They just want something quick and done so they can get their guy. I have a really hard time with with BLS classes. Like I I will teach individual 
uh, segments, and I'll sign off on that. But when it comes to actually like a, a BLS certification, it, I'm not putting my signature anywhere near that. So for That's the folks out like, there that don't understand, be it, when we say BLS, we're talking about Bureau of Labor Standards. That's like the basic absolute minimum to be a firefighter in the state of Maine. And I call it Fire One Light. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Fire One we're referencing is the actual national boarded certificate so everybody's trained the same across the board. Yeah. And there's such... NFPA 1001. There's such a, a... There's not a lot of difference between the two other than time. And the reason they did the BLS stuff is so they could cut down time, get guys out in the field quicker, yeah. get them on the road. But they're, they're not trained to that standard where we really would like them. I think and my problem is... People it, get that and they stop there. Right, that's yeah, the problem. Yeah, that's where I was going. Is yeah. like, they it's a great you know, bridge... Which I think is what it was meant for. You know, yeah, it was a stopgap. Yeah. It was an intro. And you were struggling. Get... You needed to get people. You needed to get qualified. Well, let's get them trained, get them BLS, which is like, what, less than 100 hours? I it? thought it was close like to 78 or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it was close to 80 And hours. then hoping that they would continue on the Fire 1 and 2. What's happening is they're getting their BLS, and then they're stopping. They're well, that's out. why yeah. we are trying what we're trying, because when you have the Bureau of Labor Standards and you get that and they stop there, I think it's because to get to that next point of firefighter one or two, they have to do that class all over again because mm -hmm. that's the only way it was offered. And that's why we're trying this bridge version where we're going to review all the stuff that they learned the first time and then add the extra components in. So hopefully it's not repeating the whole class over again. Right. Cause I think that is part of what's deterring the guys from doing it. What do you think is I've already done this. Why do I have to do it all over again? I'm probably dating myself a little bit, but the modules, do you mm -hmm. remember when we did modules for that? I mean, that was probably the early 90s. Yeah, I was going to say early to mid-90s, I think. No, they still did that at Cumberland County Fire Attack School. For, for a I few years, yeah. I don't, I, yeah. I don't remember um, exactly, but that was, you know, uh, like Module 2, I think, was SCBA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You, you mm -hmm. took that, and, and it was a 16-hour course, a weekend, and you got signed off for that module. And then you could, you could build out, I don't even remember how many it was, 10 or 12 modules. Yeah. Um, right, so basically break it down into different break it down sections into, into and sections. individual certi but certifications then, or whatever. But then you still have the problem of getting them to the end test, and you would probably have to um, uh, almost do like a refresher prior to the end test because, you know, how, how long did it take you to get all those modules? You know, I mean, should you put a cap on it of a, a year or two years? Cause, yeah, I but mean, even, even a year, you're going to have to go back and do a refresher. Right. I can't that's remember what, what happened. I did for a course last, well, I mean, but last January, you know, I'm going, do I remember enough to go through a test? Right. Know? Yeah, that's what I was saying. So, I, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm all on board with, with Fire One and, and doing that. I, I love the idea of you guys doing that bridge class. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. So, well, we're gonna try it. We've the chief got us the grant money to do it, and we've got a, a half to three quarters of a plan laid out. And how many people do you have happen. for it? How many people do you? We have we so haven't got you anybody have, sign up for it, but we have a lot of interest. Oh, okay. They it, have a me. Has it, <laughs> I was awesome. gonna say we haven't opened it up say, for signing. You haven't advertised it, it or anything no. yet. So, but we have had feedback from other departments that haven't really been participating in the stuff that we've been doing. That say they have a handful of guys that that need to take that jump. I yeah. think they're starting to identify that they need to make that jump. Good. So well, so hopefully keep an, keep an eye out online and and uh, the Freiburg 
you guys have a Facebook page, right? Yes, it'll so be on there. Keep keep an eye out to that stuff if you guys want to. If somebody wants to jump in, that's listening. You know, um, when that pops up, get in touch with them. Yeah, we're gonna try to fill it with as many local folks as we can and work our way out of the bubble. And yep, fantastic. Kind of like what we did with the Rick class. We wanted yeah. it to be a local class, and then once we didn't have enough, you know, we had interest in that, and uh, interest peaked. We said, okay, we'll open it up to further and further expanding areas. Yeah, yeah. No, it was great. That was a great class too. So. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. So so any, guys, anyone thinks that, you know, just because you take one class and something, you're done. Uh, there was a member of that class who happens to be sitting around here that happened to let us know that, yeah, this was his fourth time taking a class <laughs> in writ, and he still had something to learn yeah. there. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, most I, of the time I, he just I've bragged about his mustache. <laughs> not that weekend. Oh, no, not with <laughs> Mike walking around. Mr. Mm-mm. Clark takes that, and I'd, I'd be happy to i was gonna say he came in a distant second (laughs) yeah 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 might have hurt rusty's feelings a little bit that's all right Um, (laughs) is that class going to be in person or is it some of it online some of it in person how is that going to run we haven't 100 percent locked that down yet but the plan was to have some of it online so that you should probably plan for the come up with a contingency plan of doing a hybrid yeah, a lot of We're the have way, to. Yeah, a lot of the easier stuff like the equipment and things. These guys that are beer lip standards, they've been working, so yeah, they know what an axe is, they know what a halligan bar is, they they know what the components are. So a lot of that stuff, I think we can just refresh them online, and then the more intricate things and the the more hands on stuff that they're actually going to be tested on is what we're going to have to focus on in person, right. along with the newer components that they have not been taught before. And the great thing is, is we still have that building from the academy to do all of our work That's with. Fantastic, so. which is amazing. That's an amazing building. Cool. Well, that was, that was good. Yeah. That's good. So uh, next on our list, we have a couple of different topics, uh, more or less about trying to get people that aren't directly involved in fire and EMS uh, some knowledge on what we do and what they can do before we get there, which I think we kind of briefly touched on in one episode. But uh, starting off with just uh, like a basic CPR, uh, not necessarily your full CPR uh, first aid classes that we all take every year, but uh, just uh, basically what they run through on your uh, EMS call, your 911 calls. When you call in, they try and direct you how to do CPR with no training at all. which I forgot. Somebody told me that at one point there were actually in airports there was like a CPR simulator. There are. Seattle yeah. Airport had one. Yeah. I haven't nice. seen one, but yeah. I know I've heard of it and I think I've seen videos online of it. But that's that's all that's for. I don't think you get any sort of certificate or anything no, out of it. But it's getting you actual hands-on experience of this is what it feels like. You can, you know, it has the simulation of, oh, if the breastbone pops off, this is what it feels like. Just to be able to get that depth, the rhythm, et cetera. Mm. Um, right before I left Alaska this summer, we did, we did exactly this. We brought out all of our dummies. We said, hey, everyone in town, if you want to come by for however long or however little you want to do it, we're just going to put the dummies out and you can practice. Because we had the, um, what are they called? the responsive ones so you can see you know it goes into the little green lights you're doing oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yes yeah green yellow um, red yeah. right green yellow red you're doing it wrong you're doing okay yeah and they're probably dead 
Um, but some of the people well, that I know that we're dead. <laughs> oh boy. But some of our people, and again, this is a, it's a really remote town. Pretty much everybody's been through some kind of a rescue class at some point in their lives, but they didn't know that we had those dummies and yeah. they didn't know what it felt like. They thought, you know, if you're going to do CPR, it's the, eh, eh, eh. but instead they were like, Oh, you actually got to put some weight behind it. Okay, great. Just something dumb like that. Somebody came up, you know, did it for 15 minutes and went, this is great because the one time that my dad went down, I didn't remember how to do CPR. I was like, I was pushing on his stomach or something like that. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, the dispatcher tells you where to put your hands and it got better. But they went, now I feel more confident because of this dummy and because you guys have brought this stuff out that if it happens again, now I'm going to remember, oh yeah, you're right here. This is the rate and the rhythm that you do it. Yeah. And get a certificate or anything, but helped out a yeah. bunch. How awesome on. would that be at like high school? Right. Like, that's exactly. you just drop it in, I don't know, somewhere in the gym class or whatever else. Yeah. And you don't we, even have to do an entire class about we, it. Like you said, right, if you have the dummies. Right, but now you're exposed yeah. to it. You're taking away that intimidation factor. We actually did a training a with thing. the teachers um, a couple of years ago. Uh, so we did, it was like a workshop for them. So we did um, Stop the Bleed. And, and CPR. And it was it was a quick thing. It was probably an hour and some change. Um, but the stop the bleed thing was was fantastic. And they they were just had their minds blown at the simple things you can do and how effective you can you can be in actually saving someone. So um, absolutely, you know, it, at the voc up at the high school, I know they I know they do uh, they do CPR training. But uh, yeah, no, it should be opened up to to everybody. Right. Yeah, I you think know, it set be... it up, set it up in the gym or the cafeteria exactly. for a day, yeah. and you know the kids have have some downtime or exactly teachers or cycle whatever. through. You yeah. have a, a homeroom period or something like that. Bring them yeah. through. Why not? Yeah, may yeah. even lead to things like our previous topic, bringing people. In. I was just going to say that exactly. That, that might that might lead into a little uh, intrigue and, and yeah. recruitment. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely, you get somebody that sees. The physical side of EMS, maybe they'll be a little more interested in it, and uh, actually put some thought to it. And I think that's a lot of a lot of the problems with all of these topics is that it just never crosses anyone's mind in, mm-hmm. until it becomes an issue. You know, uh, I think that was the major problem with the the vocational course for uh, fire safety was that you never really thought about it. I know when I was in high school, I, I had friends in the fire department, and I still didn't immediately jump out because something in my head said, if you're not a firefighter, you can't join the fire department. Mm. You know, yeah. you, you, yeah. I didn't know where to start. These guys all came from a family background. You know, I assumed they started because Dad was in it, and they knew everybody from the get-go, and right. they've been a firefighter <laughs> since they were six years old. Right. I, I didn't know. But even, I mean, I, again, grew up with firefighters. We have a lot of extended family members who are firefighters too. It never crossed my mind that I can do it until I had somebody go, oh, you're a backpacking guide or a wilderness guide, whatever. I hiked two miles a day. It was nothing. (laughs) But they went, oh, you can do search and rescue calls. And then I started to realize, oh, this is something I could actually get into without, yeah, going to college for it or doing all these other things, being a career firefighter. Now I can go in and I'm still, I'm not certified on anything, but my God, I can hold a stop sign. There we go. I can go. And she's been trained. I have been trained. (laughs) I have been trained to hold a stop sign. Perfect. Uh, But yeah, now I feel way more comfortable going into stuff. It's 
don't know what's happening over here. That <laughs> loud noise is Eric messing around with his... Er- Eric and Dalton are getting their asses kicked by this microphone stand right now. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's pretty entertaining. Look away. So, it's uh, easy to explain. Um, Dalton doesn't know lefty, loosey, righty, tighty. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we have video because this is going to be amazing. You need to tie it all together. Can't yeah. wait. Oh, it's all stripped out. It's broke. All right. Hand, all right. Hand right. Anyway, Are you things good? just get people. That's what happens when you give us junk mic stands. Oh. Time to upgrade, Chief. Jeez. But yeah, I think uh, if you got those CPR dummies out there, it would just kind of kick something in some people's heads that say, hey, even at a young age with no initial experience, Right. This might be something to pursue. Yeah. Or check out. Um, we had things, and I know you guys have talked about, you know, like Casco days and stuff like that, getting the trucks out, getting people to see um, and get excited about it. We had a thing growing up in Colorado where we brought, what was it? What Cardboard boxes or something down to a big fair thing. And you got to put on old fire gear as a kid and go crawl through the boxes and see what it was like to wear bunker pants, to wear a jacket. We've got a picture of... My younger brother, who now just came out of college because he wants to go full-time fire. And we have a photo of him at like eight years old with all the bunker gear, giant smile on his face. Because he was like, I can crawl through cardboard boxes. (laughs) Woohoo! And now he's freaking six foot four, what, 270 something or like that. And he's going, I can crawl through more than just cardboard boxes. (laughs) Sounds like he'll be on a truck company somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's, that's the thing. If somebody took the time, you could go through the high school. And you yeah. can go through every single subject, and I guarantee you can find something related right. to public safety. I'm going to say public safety in general, but... 100%. Definitely the fire department, but public safety, every yeah. single subject, I guarantee. Oh, yeah. You could tie it in. Even auto mechanics and oh, yeah. the tech trades. Mm-hmm. You can do it for English. You can do, you know, how do you write about this? How do you... How do you reach out to people to let them know either events that have happened or how to be prepared or something like that? English major here. I have to. I have to pull us back. Oh, I'm in. talking about. I'm talking about how well, the subject relates to the fire yeah, service. Exactly. Like writing our reports. Right. Our PR stuff. Absolutely. You have to have good reports. I mean, science. That is what firefighting is. Right. That's what EMS is. Yeah. Exactly. And math. Oh my much. God. Try to jump on a pump panel and oh. run water lines <laughs> and multiple lines and. Yeah, we know that. We know that's the easy way. Up, down, with right. thumb. But, yeah. <laughs> there are, you know, right. You get there into are a history solutions class, out you know, there. History of the fire department. How did EMS yeah. evolve? Yeah. You know, just random yeah. things like that. You could absolutely get kids interested in things that they would never. Have I challenge any of our listeners to give us a topic that's in a school that doesn't tie into public safety. Do you give us a topic and we'll tie it back in. Yep, absolutely. You, you <laughs> give me well, a word. I mean, try Any to stump word. us. English is perfect because John and I are, are finishing up our officer class and that's all that is is writing. Oh it's, my God, it, yeah. It's, <laughs> Fire 2 is, um, it was like, what, 17 papers or something like that? I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's all writing. And it's like, yeah, each you, you have to apply. I don't know if your program is different than mine. Mine was 22 chapters with 22 written reports, and I actually got to finish up my stuff this Ours, afternoon so I can test out. We probably had more written assignments because it was online, and like you would look at it and be like, "Oh yeah, this is an easy topic. I teach this. This will be fine." And I go to Brian. Brian's like, "Are oh, you almost done?" I was like, "I'm 14 fucking pages deep." I was like, "How is this?" I was like, "I I don't know if I misread or misinterpreted this." He goes, "No, I'm about the same." I was like, "This sucks." Yeah. Oh. 
Well, you're really helping me think. Oh, I, I got to get my officer one and two now. It's, no, it's, I'll tell you, it's it good information. Awesome. It really and is. It's good it's training. Awesome. It makes you think. It's just, it is. And it's, it's, it's a, a lot of writing. But yeah. doing this job is a lot of writing anyway. Yeah, there and, is. And, and you just don't doing, always doing it do right. APA format, <laughs> cite your stuff. You but it's cite your references. Yeah, it's like what I teach yeah. my classes. I, I kind of. Um, I kind of refer to it as like a driver's license. Your firefighter one or whatever is your regular basic fire, your, your driver's license. Everything after that's an endorsement. So depending on which way you want to go, you travel that path. So if you don't want to do paperwork, don't take officer classes. <laughs> take more hands-on <laughs> truck stuff. You know what I mean? If you're going to be an officer class, expect to write some stuff because that's what officers do. You know, and the higher you up the officer level, I'm sure the chief can attest, it's going to be sitting in a chair at a desk all the time. All and the time. we've talked so, about that a few times, that people misunderstand that. They think of these promotions as just just that, a promotion, a uh, you've done a good job, so you move on to the next step. That's a path. If you're going to be a firefighter, you can be the best damn firefighter there was, and you should be a firefighter. You know, mm-hmm. like, if you're the best person to operate a truck, but now you have to run command and you have to write all the reports afterwards, you're probably not going to be the best truck operator anymore. Oh, I've, I've had this conversation with a, a friend of mine that was trying to go up the chief ladder and he can't stand still. He's very right. operational guy and he's very, very good at what he does. He, he always has to be in the middle of it. Right. Well, you can't be cool. a chief and stand out front and command the whole scene if you're inside right. doing the work. And if you yeah. can't take that breath and step back and stand in that yard, that's not the place for you. But people need to understand. They, and they it's not that you can. To, it's just that's physically right. in his body. That's just right. not how he works. They need to be honest with themselves and look at it not as uh, you're not progressing. You can still progress. You can take these classes. You can learn. You can get better. You can get new skills. You can improve the skills you already have. And just because you don't have more bugles on your shirt doesn't mean you aren't any more or less qualified for the position that you have. 100%. You know, you, you can't can't take that away from somebody. Well, just like Eric said, I was talking to another guy in our department. He's captain, and he th- he wanted to go up through the ranks. He wanted to continue. He wanted to get his uh, deputy chief and can go on. Then we were talking, and during some, during the training, I said, "Okay, for this training, you're going to be command. I want you to run the entire scene. If that's where you want to go." I'll work the training to get you where you want to be. And he did it. And then we talked afterwards and he goes, you know, I, I love being a captain. I love being interior. I still want to fight fire. And I said, that's great. That's if that's where you need to be or want to be. And you're really good at it. You're a natural leader at that portion of it. Then I'm not going to try and, or it's not my job to do it, but we're not going to try to pigeonhole you into right. something else just because it's a quote unquote promotion. Right. Yeah. He he's effect he's a good leader. He's an effective leader right where he is. Yep. No need to put him in, you know, the Peter principle, rise to the level of your inability. You know. We don't we don't need to stick him there. Right. So that's a, a good idea though. I know we, we kind of drop it back on Casco days, but anytime we can get groups together, start um just coming up with these little skills or little uh, displays that we can yeah. we can bring out to the public. A lot of times we just don't think of it. You know, think of Casco Days as our little carnival and our uh, our fundraiser, and don't necessarily think of it as an opportunity to 
to get some information out there. When, Until last you know. year. Until well, this right. was Less, this was or, the or first sorry, year. This year, right? This um, was the first yeah. year, and I think we all noticed it that there seemed to be a lot of kids and a lot of adults that wanted to check out the trucks yeah. and look them all over. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just more people coming out because they weren't able to the year yeah. before, locked up for a year and a half, or <laughs> or what? But uh, yeah, typically we have the trucks out front, and mm. I've always expected to have people come up to it, and you know we get one or two kids a year, but this year we had lines yeah it was awesome <laughs> it was great it was awesome so. yeah but now we're ready for that we'll be ready for it for next yeah, year but i mean we'll, even you know. our little uh ems booth there you know yeah. put the cpr dummies out or yeah, 100%. anything yeah. so 100%. maybe we're not taking advantage of fully advantage of the fair maybe we need to discuss that i still have never been huge. to the fair so yeah. i can't speak for it but yeah let's get everything we possibly can i mean that would there. be great <laughs> <laughs> yeah tell me how that works I, I got nothing. I thought Blame it was Alaska. mandatory. Blame Alaska. Right? Like, no, the one year no. that I was here, ready to go to it, was 2020. Oh, oh. the vid. Yeah. Ed's, Ed's favorite. favorite. <laughs> uh, but no, that's that would be huge because that draws people from, I mean, really. All, all over. All over. Right. I mean, so yeah. you're not only doing that for your own... Town, it's just but yeah, yeah, I mean, like everywhere. Uh, plus, you can help out public safety at the fair. Just do CPR yeah. and Narcan administration, <laughs> and then half our calls at the fair will right. be gone. <laughs> this isn't allowed to administer. What are you trying to say, John? Uh, yeah, no, that's uh, See, that's, that's a, awesome. That's the thing. We we park our stuff there, like in Freiburg. The stuff's sitting there, and we expect people to walk over. In Casco days, you kind of do the same thing. You expect people. I think we got to figure out a way to. Enticing them to actually come over. Things. Right. We, exactly. Get that, get that little obstacle. We can't course. just sit there and expect them to come to us. We right. have to reach out to them. We have somehow. to be actively engaging them. Yes. If, if we're actively engaging them, then you'll start to draw people in. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And like, it, we've just, it it's always been levels. a passive thing. You know? Well, oh boy. I don't know if that's all that about. GoPro is having issues, eh? Yeah. Oh, well. oh, that's yeah. so we so you know how you draw a crowd? Are, so. Start a trash can on fire or get <laughs> somebody in some Absolutely. mock blood and drop them on the ground. I guarantee a crowd will come around. <laughs> well, I was thinking we stick uh, Ryan in a Sparky's um, Ooh. costume. Yeah, have him dance around, do cartwheels. <laughs> as long as his probation doesn't restrict that, I think it's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> uh, so we had... On 4th of July, we, you know, took the trucks and the ambulance and everything through our tiny little town parade. Um, but we had the, I forget what they're called now, the little wildland water packs, the little baby like squirt squirt things. We call um, them piss packs, by the way. Piss packs, there we go. Yeah, you can't we call had, them the other name. Or I was going to say, the exactly. Indian no. tanks? <laughs> yeah. Is that what we can't say anymore? <laughs> yes. The what are they called? Native American Delta tanks. <laughs> there we what go. They? Indigenous. Just tanks. Indigenous, <laughs> Indigenous tanks. Uh, what do they call? What do we call them now? Seriously, I, I, call I them don't Indian know what tanks. the actual thing yeah, is. We we still call them Indian tanks, but we also call them piss packs. Yeah. Okay. So water, I've heard them called water packs. Indian so tanks because those. that's the brand. Yeah. Right. That manufactured. Yeah, I wasn't being racist. From India. <laughs> yeah. Wrong Indians. Wrong, wrong <laughs> anyway, we had the piss packs, wow. <laughs> and so we started squirting the kids who were standing along the boardwalk as we we're going through in the ambulance, which was hilarious because we ended up getting snowballs thrown at us and had a giant water fight. But afterwards, the kids came up to the station and wanted to play with the piss packs, and they had a full-on water fight. 
And then we had three three kids who were like, can we go climb around on the trucks? Can we go through the station? You know, we like showed them through the whole thing. And their parents went, yeah, you know, we've lived here our entire lives. We've never been into, granted, we just built a new, brand new station up in Skagway. But they went, we've never been through any of the fire stations. This is awesome. Thank you for doing that. Just because I squirted some child in the face with a piss bag. <laughs> <laughs> but just dumb little things like that. I'll you do know, that. you do that at the fair. <laughs> so amazing. Great. I'll do that. Oh, it's awesome. It's so satisfying. I volunteer for that job. <laughs> <laughs> I'll spray them all. Oh, yeah. When they start crying, I'll do that I'll just... forever. <laughs> Oh, they start crying. You just spray them harder. Yeah. So they suck it up. Oh, yeah. That's what I was Until they stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> so the bubbles stop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> oh, that's right. <gasps> yep. <laughs> All right. So, Anyways, I mean, next we, song. We, we punched that right into the ground, right? that plane. So. Yeah. Um, so we have a topic here about uh, getting different levels of kids, including John, into the station and running <laughs> drills in, in games. I think that's what you talked about with the um, boxes. Mm-hmm. It's already yeah. covered. Oh, we, oh yeah. We, we, already we beat that, that horse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you can do different levels. Like, obviously, you know, a high school kid, you can get them, run the, the two-minute gear drill, see if they can do it, show them what it's like. Um, the one we've always uh, kind of threatened, but you need enough people for is the scba dodgeball what yeah. oh that'd you be a blast that? yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah we, we we have two bags of i did it for one of my bls classes and almost killed a guy <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he took, like what is it a week later he quit no it was so, the same day oh you really, was it the you same, really same day yeah oh no but, like, so somebody explain to me what is this it's you dodgeball your pack, you put, you put your on your gear that's you it? Have, you just yeah. play so you learn how to breathe. How do they die? But it's, it's very... You have to learn how to you breathe. You have like 75 pounds of equipment on it. Right. And you're fogging up, and it's very labor-intensive. It's all by and air you go, management. Yeah. Right. You go through your air fast. And he went through his air fast. He wasn't in the best shape, and he turned purple. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Yeah, he did quit. Did he quit that day? I think so. Yeah. Oops. Well, I've been to several of your trainings where people leave in ambulances. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I mean, we just have regular gatherings. First of all, <laughs> their chief signs the participation form, and two, they have a medical clearance. It's not my fault. <laughs> I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying there is a... There's a history. Yeah. yeah. There's a pattern and a theme <laughs> and a history. So what I you're saying conversation is improve plan. your health. Right? As long as, Wait, yeah, as, long as it's is, documented. Yeah. Partner with LEOs and local gyms. See? Moves right on to our next topic. There you go. Well, we, uh, we skipped one, but yeah, we can that's go fine. That. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that's, that's the obituaries. <laughs> <laughs> Highlight oh your members in social media and on local paper. Yeah. Or even toss it. That's the obituaries in the paper after John kills them. Valid. Good Lord. <laughs> but no, I... I kind of like that idea. I mean, you have to be careful with it, and it depends on how your uh, your right. PR is in general. But if you can highlight your members in social media, uh, local paper. Th- does anybody still get a paper? Yes, <laughs> a lot of people do. All right. So yeah. Let me okay. just tell you that um, last month when I went to a board meeting, uh, we were talking about the cost recovery plan uh, ordinance that I was putting ahead, and um, the next week I got an email from a town manager up north who used to live down this way um, and gets a bridge to news, he wanted more information. He, he inquired if I had in, any information that I'd be willing to share with him about a cost recovery plan ordinance. Um, so I sent him all the stuff I had. But, I mean, that was in the, in the bridge to news, 
and he saw it in there and so i mean still people are still reading the papers i guess yeah. so but oh, all those papers are also digital now i was yeah. gonna say they're online so people look yeah. at them that way a lot yep. yeah so but i i guess i'll just jump a, another uh psa if we're talking about um social media and everything the town is launching a, a brand new website at the end of the month december mm. 28th um completely redone website if you're ever gone to the town's website it, you can't find anything it's just a mess um so it's it's now completely revamped easier to find stuff it's ada compliant which is actually a thing yes i i never until we started this process i didn't know that websites actually had an ada compliance section that mm -hmm. you have to meet didn't so, know that either. They um, have to be certain colors for yeah. site disabilities, oh, things like that. Sense. Oh, yeah, this is a whole thing yeah, for it's, it's, HelloFresh. It's been amazing the, to learn the things that we've had to, had to change. But now every department head will have control over their own page um, on the website. Um, and at the same time we do that, uh, which is the company is called Civic Plus, uh, we got an add-on which is called Civic Ready and that's for emergency alerts. So you mm. go to the website, you can sign up for any sort of newsletters and stuff through the town, but you can also sign up for emergency alerts. So if there's road closures for fires or accidents or uh, storms or we open a warming shelter or a cooling shelter, or stuff like that, um, we can, I, can, I can push that from my phone nice. out to that network and, and everybody who's signed up can can uh, we'll get those notifications it's pretty pretty awesome so it's super helpful we had yeah. those in alaska because we had our one road in and out if there was an avalanche you're freaking stuck right but they would tell it for we had a big bear problem this summer so they would put out the bear has been sighted over here the bear has been sighted on this road it's moving this way stay yeah. inside your homes right things like that but yeah. it was it was really helpful for oh this road's gonna be shut down yeah cool got so, gotta love it just, when you're worried about avalanches in july <laughs> It's one time. <laughs> no, but I think, so I think, I mean, you, you get feedback when things get posted, but it seems like we get a lot of response whenever we do like our, um, our fire safety month or something like that. Whenever we stop yeah. at a school, whenever we do a picture with the, uh, the members of the department mm -hmm. in front of a truck outside of someplace and just highlight what they've done. If you did that with individuals, I mean, and we talked about that too, and, and everything just kind of fell apart yep. last year. But we were, we were, we're, our plan is to do uh, staff spotlights and, you know, give a little history of who who's done what and how long people have been here and that kind of stuff. So, right, the more personal you can make it, then again, yep. the less intimidating it's going to be for somebody else to come in. Yep. Like 100%. if I saw on Chief of County Fire, there were two women. When I saw that there were two women, that gave me more hope of, oh, cool, this is a thing I can do. Great. Yeah. I don't have to have a mustache. <laughs> but it helps. Still working on it. <laughs> it still helps. Yeah. <laughs> eh. no. no. We'll see. Well, let's go back to women. Think about the training we just went through, you know, last month, that writ training. Mm. Who were the three most energetic people in that class? 100%. The females. The three females that, that were in that class. That five foot. Girl, we had from Standish. Lexi. Yes, Lexi. Oh. Lexi was taking that three hundred pound dude down the ladder beast. all by herself. That surprised everybody. It shocked everybody. Her. Her, her her face was just lit up like a Christmas tree. She was she just couldn't oh. believe that she had just done that. Us instructors awesome. knew she could do it because of the yeah. technique that we right, teach. Right. But 
to watch her figure out that she could do it for herself was amazing. Yep. We've, so, we've so hung you... out since then. She has not stopped talking about it. She is so excited about That's that. Awesome. And she got to bring that back to her department and to her chief and go, I just learned something completely different, but now I know how to use it. I just gained confidence. Put me in. Right. Let oh, me do I've seen more. her at a couple of mutual aid calls over in Sebago, and she's a rock star. She's right in the middle of it. I just getting it. after it. I just hope she gets some gear that fits. <laughs> she she has put in a request to the person who's supposed to be handling it. So that was, if we that was, see her yeah. around with that same dang... I almost it was almost criminal how bad that gear fit her. Yeah, Her jacket but, was past the back of her knees. But for you guys that were actually in the other evolutions, you didn't see this. When I was walking around to the different groups that were going, uh, the three girls were in the same group. And we went to the bailout. I've never seen so people, fun. I've never seen the enthusiasm like I saw in that group. The girls would get, they do a bailout. I mean, who in their right mind thinks jumping out a window head first is fun? Grabbing a ladder, sliding, well, okay. <laughs> he said right mind. Right. <laughs> Touche. But the girls, I mean, and there was still some guys in their group. The guys would just mosey on back. And this is typical of our trainings. You know, we all know it. You know, the guys just kind of mosey on back. The girls were getting done with the ladder, and they were running. Back Literally upstairs. running yep. back upstairs to go do it again. It was yeah. awesome. No one has ever to told me I can scene? run up. No. Nobody's <laughs> 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 told you you could jump out a window no. at first. <laughs> well, they've told me to jump out a window, but I didn't believe them. <laughs> They tell me to play in traffic, too. I don't know what that's all about. But. Yeah, they say stand in front of a big truck. Right? the proper training in the I say they clearly <laughs> haven't taken the training because I was specifically PSA. in the Stop! training. Here's our Please. PSA. You want to jump out windows and play in traffic? Join your fire department. Right? <laughs> yeah. 100%. Absolutely. But, I mean, that was a huge thing. I was going to show up to that training anyway because I obviously had no choice. But when I showed up and I saw two other girls on scene, I was freaking stoked yeah and i started talking to him more and yeah now lexi and i from standish are hanging out because it was just so good to meet other women who are in this field who aren't mm, terrifying shall we put it there are some very intimidating women out there i will say oh god yeah (laughs) (laughs) we have several in this department uh yes those interviews or the the episodes with gretchen and dana yeah they're aggressive yes (laughs) But they, also, I They are not betas. They are alphas, and they will eat their <laughs> young alive. 1,000%, which is great. We need that. Uh, but it's, it's but nice to have some other, they, they some younger young. women, too. It's a, that's a big thing. Love you, thing. Gretchen. And, Love and you, Dana. So, talking about that, uh, Jenica was in the class. I just yeah. found out that she did. She got that full-time position. She did? She awesome. Her, so. Great. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah it's I'm, huge. So, she, wow. she came a long way, and she, she was, has. I hate to say she, this, she, she was kind of set up for failure, just the way mm-hmm. she entered, she entered with no experience, and then she was a driver, and then she, some things were missed in her training. Oh. And then she was kind of just thrown into it, mm. and she overcome came a lot. I mean, her first CPAP, she failed miserably, but then she like she went to the gym and just crushed it. I mean, good. She honor. is an amazing cool. human, not even a woman, amazing human being. Just yep. she did well. Yeah, but did you see her confidence in that course? I mean, she was yeah. fairly confident coming in. I'm not going to, you know. Well, that, was her, that was her second writ class in two, three months. Oh, wow. Because yep. we hosted one here, and she went through that. And That's went, right. She did yeah. say that. Okay. Yep. But her confidence at the end, she was just rock, she was rocking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
And I think awesome. that's a lot of it because I think the the women that I've seen that don't want to do the fire side of it are so afraid that they can't. Yes. I mean, it's a huge thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's kind of having some confidence in your instructor, I believe, mm-hmm. because I mean, I've seen men that shouldn't be able to lift Eric and I, but it's, it's all about the techniques and you have to trust your instructor. You know, they're going to teach you. They're not going to put you in a position that's going to endanger you or anyone else that at the end of the day, that's all we're, we're worried about is keeping you out of danger. And we might push you to a level of discomfort. Ideally, we're going to push you to a level of discomfort, Right. but you have to trust that you're going to make it through it. We're not going to allow you to fail. And we wouldn't tell you to do something that you can't do. And I think that's where it falls apart a lot of times. I will say there is definitely, I have had great instructors. I have had, oh, how do I say this without <laughs> cursing? Um, Just go real, for it. Real rough instructors. Subpar. Subpar. There we go. Just say it. Shitty. Uh, I've had some really <laughs> shitty instructors. There you go. See, and it's uh, it is there is an aspect of it where uh, some some other places that are not located in the state um we had some people who they had absolutely no confidence in women in ems in search and rescue in fire and you could tell that so as soon as we came into trainings it was rough and you just got to take that with a grain of salt it's, it's not everybody it's different we've, we've had this conversation before exactly about, yeah, see, I, I there's hate- two different types of I'm not even going to say females. There's two different types of people right. in yeah. public safety. There's the ones that just want the t-shirt mm-hmm. and to go to the parties and hang out. And then there's the ones that actually want to come do the work. Mm-hmm. I have absolutely no problem with females in the fire service as long as they're going to put in the work. Oh, absolutely. If they're here for a t-shirt and hang out, like you they said, can do it know. elsewhere. But like this, is, Sarah, this is different, Eric. This was very specifically, say, take, take the they were very old school. No, I'm saying put the female back in. No, there were some very Eric. old school people in there. Who they did not want women around because they didn't trust us. They didn't trust that we could actually show up and do the job because they had either they had seen one female who had failed and they went, oh well, that's it forever, or they had never actually given them the skills to be able to do their jobs correctly. Yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But I'm saying there's definitely two different people in the in the fire oh, service, 1, and it's not just females. There's guys no, no, too that yeah. are here just to sit right. around and collect absolutely. a paycheck. And as and an instructor, I absolutely, it's a pet as an instructor, I hate the female male thing. I've had females use the excuse, well, I'm a female, I'm yep. not strong yep. enough. Oh, absolutely And I just not. look Get at out. them, and I go, that's, that's bullshit. There's nothing like, we more. might have to do things differently. It's like, literally, I have a firefighter down. paramedic that's like four foot tall and a female, and she passed her one and two. She threw a roof ladder all by herself. She did her search and rescue. She dragged out her partner who was over 200 pounds, and just this tiny little girl. And then I have other women that are very aggressive. Oh, Carl. (laughs) Shut up, Carl. But they've literally come to me and say, well, no, I can't do it. I'm a female. I'm not strong enough. I'm like, bullshit. There's nothing more frustrating as an instructor. The UTV's back. Oh. Nobody cares. Yeah, no one cares. (laughs) Just joking. Love you, Carl. Uh, There's nothing more frustrating as an instructor than hearing somebody say, I can't can't. do that. Mm. And unless you give me a reason, I can't do that, I broke my hand, unless, right. I, you know, whatever, Right. then it goes back to what I just said, the, the confidence. If I'm telling you you can do that, I'm very confident you can. Going up the ladder, so many people get halfway up, I can't go. 
you can. Yeah, there's a mental block. I don't mm-hmm. like ladders. I don't like heights. But I did it. I passed my one and two. I went to... The, Trust me, I focused on the rung in front of me and went one, two, three, four. <laughs> okay, I'm out of rungs. Clip in. Can we go down? Yep, we can go down. Unclip. Back down the ladder. Don't, I went. He's <laughs> not lying. He's not Don't do lying. that to me as an instructor. If you're in one of my classes so you can't do it, I'm going to spend the rest of the class teaching you three different ways of doing it. Right. And Ed's not lying. I've seen him clung to the, to the pitch <laughs> of a roof like a cat. And we're like, hey, go cut a vent. Ed shimmying along like a caterpillar. Meanwhile, Madura runs up the ladder, skips over Ed, and just skips on the way there, cuts the hole, comes back. Ed's still shimmying because he hates heights. He did it, though. I told him to go cut a roof. Well, that was it. No, no, no. no. I didn't even get to cut the roof. It was break the, uh, the eave on the end of it. So here I am straddling the top of this roof. I, I don't remember if I had an axe or a halligan, but I'm trying to break this eave end in. And I'm like, it's not breaking. I can't figure it out. And then, yeah, the next time, because we were first on scene. Yep. This was this was fresh out of one and two. Yep. I had set a ladder with someone else who was probably not fully qualified to be there on an icy porch. So I'm terrified going up anyways. And then I get on top of this icy little camp roof. It was a half story, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) But this is getting better and better. Right. Oh, there's no shame in this. I'll do it every single time. I was there and I made the attempt, and then the next town pulled up, and this dude's got a running chainsaw in his hand, and he skipped up the ladder, like John said, walked by me, like, what the hell is this idiot doing? And then cut a vent in the side of the building, which I was never told to do. If somebody handed me a chainsaw and said, cut the roof, Again, it, well, would, we it were, wouldn't have been graceful or pretty, but it would have been We dumb. were hoping that we could vent it through the eaves, but that the person we assigned to that was taking a while as he <laughs> shimmied across the roof. Understood. Yeah. Hey, hey, Ed, don't worry. Some of this just comes with the, way back when. The first assignment I got out of uh, the academy in Montgomery County was, I, was put on a truck company. I was like, you, I didn't really care for heights. I'm 18, fresh out of the academy. Well, there's a dinosaur you... flying overhead. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> and T-Rex for a crewman. <laughs> I had a crewman that looked like a T-Rex. But first thing they did is they, you know, to, before you could even ride, you had to get checked out on the truck. So they go out in the parking lot, put the stick. It's a hundred foot stick. Put it straight up in the air, and they said, "By the way, you got." One minute, you have to be on the top, clip in, you know, let go, lean back, show that you trust, you know, you have trust. Okay, I'm not really crazy about heights. Same thing, just looking rung, 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 rung. Get up to the top, my hands are on the top rung. And for the first time, I look out and I border DC. So now, being 100 foot up, I could look and I'm like, all the monuments, and I'm just going, this is so cool. <laughs> and I forgot to clip in. Did you let go? Not yet. I, <laughs> he's still here. So I don't think so. But the sergeant. He's actually dead. My sergeant down below is screaming at me. Really clip in, clip in, clip in. And I'm like, what's he talking about? Oh, he thought I froze. Because he's, oh, he's like. Oh, oh I got gotcha. you. Know, you're standing up there like this. And I'm just, I'm in amazement of, wow, this is DC. This is cool. And finally clipped in, let go, and he comes down. He's like, what the hell were you doing up there? I'm like, 
You can hey, see the know. monuments. Eric, I got that. My head slapped stuck off on the ladder. At my end test. I don't know. Your shoe, do. right? My shoe got stuck. Yes, in the I do remember <laughs> that. Yes, his yeah. clown boots. Se- yeah. Second story up. I did a leg lock. His which, canoe. For those of you, yeah, for those of you that don't know, I have size 14 shoes. So when you put those in fire shoes, they they add an extra oh. three or four inches to it. It barely fits through the rungs, anyways. And then it got stuck in the halyard where I was, so stuck in all the ropes. Se- second story up. And same thing. They thought I froze. They're like, no, you've got it. You've got it. You're fine. I'm like, no. Guys, I'm, I am stuck. I, <laughs> I really don't got it. <laughs> I have tried every way I can, and I, I don't got it. <laughs> Best leg walk you've ever seen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. So that was fun. Have someone come up behind me and push my foot through the ropes and... Good times. Awesome. Like I said, it's all about ha- having the faith in your instructor to, to come up and untangle you from the ladder. Hi, Ed. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of leads us into the next one she had was uh, make a list of roles with the fire department that don't require structural, including certificates, qualifications. So those things that you might not fully trust in yourself or whatever, how do you know unless we put it out there that there's all kinds of different things for you to do? Right, you don't like have a driver to, option. You don't have to be up 100 feet to be on the fire department. You don't have to go into a burn building to be on the fire department. If you just want to do some computer work and some record keeping for us, I'm sure the chief would love that. You want to run base radio? I just started my budget process, so that would be great. So if you have a financial <laughs> background. Exactly. Anybody who's a CPA, accountant. It's kind of, kind of back to what I said about the high school. Like any subject is, is yeah. in there. and If you come in here and you want to do something to help your town, We'll find a spot for you. You guys have a a junior program, right? Ish. I mean, Would ours was literally just or? my brother. <laughs> but um, I mean, it, if you had if you had a high schooler come in, a junior or a senior come in, who was like, "I want to learn. I know I can't do everything, but what can I be involved with?" Could they come sit here and mm-hmm. I don't yes. know if you guys have a base yep. radio person, but learn mm-hmm. how to do the base radio stuff. Caleb was entering in. Uh, run reports when he had his motorcycle accident he couldn't do anything else but yeah. he still wanted to be involved there's yeah. got to be something i think we oh, have yeah. one junior left which is my son but he <laughs> he got interested for like three months and then just kind of disappeared and then you made him he's gonna end up being a cop. he was out after that. <laughs> oh yeah he's still, <laughs> still i still force him yeah, he just plays the bass drum for us now. But hey, <laughs> everybody has a spot. Right? There you right. go. <laughs> the junior stuff right. kind of went to the wayside because you can most places you can join at 14 or 16. Is that what it is? It's 14 okay. or 16, depending it's, on the insurance companies and what yeah. town. Okay. And then a lot of the state certs and national certs, you have to be 18. Right. Right. So yes. within that couple of years before you turn of that age, yeah. there's all kinds of stuff to do. Right. So really, we've kind of pushed away from the junior programs, and really you're just a rookie firefighter, like, coming yeah. in. Yeah. A lot of departments, though, because, like, you can do a lot with a junior. I think it's 16 and older. Yeah. They can have it, live fire as long as they're with an instructor. But a lot of departments are scared to stick a teenager mm into a training building and stuff like that. I'll give our chief credit. He's, he said the same thing. He's like, yeah, if you want him to, you want to train him, that's fine. You go in, you just, as the instructor, you have to be with him. Yes, that's that's per that's, BLS. Yeah. yeah. And, that's then, and, and, yeah. and now 1403. Thank you. Yep. 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 Can't even have fire, I guess. <laughs> Well, yeah. a 1403 fire, you know, yeah, that, that plays a lot against reality. Well, a lot of people did some bad stuff and, and ruined it for... A lot of people. I remember when I first started, we were burning everything and doing all kinds of stuff. 
a couple people die, and now you can't burn anything but a pile of hay and a pallet. But those those were some pretty stupid things, too. Oh, yes. Hugely stupid, but... That's where policies are born from. Yeah, people doing stupid shit. There should be pendulum swings. Oh, I'll admit, there's some policies out there named after me. So, (laughs) it happens. If there isn't, then you weren't trying hard. Exactly. Amen. I was really active. If you you don't get in trouble for something, you weren't doing anything. Right. (laughs) That's fair. It'd just be nice to have that pendulum swing back to the middle, so you could get a little more realistic than two pallets and three bales of hay. Well, if Ed has his way, everything's going to be simulation on computer systems or whatever. We can get into that John and Ed topic, don't you? What? Oh, all the simulations? <laughs> Episode one, John. Oh, no. Uh, no. No. Yeah. That's what Ed wants to do is put everybody in the VR headsets and train them to be firefighters. <laughs> I have Glad one, we have the cameras I have one just for that assignment. look of blazing anger right. that went across the table. <laughs> Fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> And this is how you feel the heat. <laughs> it got really warm in here all of a sudden. I don't know what's happening. And then. So, so do you get to feel are. the heat by putting the little hand warmers over the ears or something? It was a school assignment. Plug in a heater next to him. He sits there with a blow dryer. <laughs> this is what it's really like. Space heater. <laughs> One of those salamanders right behind him. That's so hot. <laughs> Wearing oh, a CPAP. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. Where, <laughs> where, where are we? I don't even know. We're on page uh, two now. Are we? Okay. All right. You guys um, make fun I, of that about the heat. That's like you remember, like, the first action. No, uh, probably, like, the third call I went to is the burnt-up gear that's in the closet over there. The fire well, that I got pushed into. Oh. Yeah. That's because you were with two younger idiots, right? <laughs> they were like, no, you're Significantly fine. Significantly older than I was, yeah. Where yeah, they, but people well, the younger did, compared to me. Didn't. Shut up. <laughs> that was the fire that burned green. Like that was hot. Oh, yeah. right. I right. burnt my hand just forcing a door. Why'd you what? force a door? Because Adam told me to. <laughs> so there's a whole lot of people yes. telling other people what to do. Well, I forced the door, door, and it kind of it wasn't really a flash, but it came out, and it was a metal door. So I'm <laughs> holding. Really, it didn't really flash, but not it came like right out at me when <laughs> I dropped it. No, it's like it's it, energy. I wouldn't speed, say yeah. Heat. It wasn't. It wasn't a flash flash, but it came out. There was some pressure on it. It, it just so like I, that, uh, I, you know, fresh I, oxygen. Right. I tried to oh, hold the door, which was metal, and my gloves were wet because it was snowing, and we were just soaked. And then I'm, like, holding it. Adam's getting ready to hit. I don't even know what Adam was doing. He's getting ready to hit the fire, which you assume that once you force the door, you'd start hitting the fire. He was waiting, and I'm sitting there like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm, my hand is cooking. I was like, oh, and I was like, Adam, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. And I was like, no, I, I can't do it. I gotta leave. I just put, placed my Alligan down and then left. I was like, well, that Alligan's gone. He was yeah, probably she... looking for that smoothbore nozzle, right? <laughs> what is this? This is stupid. Give what? me a smoothbore. Why is there buttons and twisty things on this? That's so, for the gangster grip. Okay. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, for you smaller people in the room. Uh, the bigger people in the front typically block the heat. I'm aware. Yeah. So uh, if you're ever in a fire and it doesn't really feel that hot, maybe trust the person that's in front of you. And they say, man, it's getting kind of hot. Then they say, no, you just haven't been in enough fires. You're good. Keep going. Push in. Yeah. I delaminated my mask. The whole right arm was orange. Wow. It wasn't that hot because you're like, I backed up. Eventually, I, I said, okay, you're an idiot. We're, we're backing up. 
And then, uh, yeah, I went to rehab. At what point did you were... determine that, Ed? Was it when your mask was melting off your <laughs> face? Probably. Basically, yeah. Because that was way too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even inside the building. This was still outside. That's what? not good. Yeah. yeah, no, it was hot. Like yeah. I said, holding the door. Well, that's what I was like 10 feet back spraying into the window. He's in. like, no, you've got to get up and spray in. And I was like, yeah, I As know. As your face is just dripping well, down the front of Well, sideways, and I'm like, it's, it's hot, dude. He's like... No, it's not that bad. You just haven't been in a fire. You know, you're fine. You know, again, trust the senior person. Sometimes don't. And um, kept well, did you use the rotisserie tactic? If it's too hot on the left, you spin to your right <laughs> and you go back and forth. Yeah. I did Nobody not. taught you that? No. Yeah, that's a class I'll have yeah, to put you, on. I was say, you were my teacher, so. <laughs> oh, oh. I was not at that fire. I did not burn him up. <laughs> nope. Nope. But yeah, sides so, to a coat. So, I mean, <laughs> so, get in there. <laughs> Jeez. It if was, your mask is burning up, just turn around. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. It was what? Like 5 o'clock in the morning. It, it was yeah. early around this time of year. And so I didn't even realize it till I went back to rehab. And I'm like, my arm is orange. The entire jacket is orange. And then when I took the mask off, I thought it was like just ice frozen over or whatever. No, it had delaminated the plastic on the, the mask. Good So Lord. that was a nice... Uh, What'd you learn about that fire? Dear chief thing. And that was... <laughs> yeah. So that was... A, yeah, he wasn't happy. No, that was well, a... That ELS was a, is going to come and talk to you. That was a bad sit down because it was like, you didn't think it was hot? I was like, no, I thought it was really hot. But the senior person behind me said to keep going. He was like, didn't you just get out of class? Yeah, I just got out of class. Did they not teach you what too hot is? <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, now I know. Orange. Orange is too hot. That's when you back up. Mayday, mayday, mayday. <laughs> Orange, bad. Yeah. When the fire starts changing colors, you know something's wrong. Yeah. yeah. So for you, you senior officers or senior firefighters, um, don't, don't push your new people. <laughs> Trust their judgment a little bit. Or rotate them like a rotisserie chicken. Right. Or rotate them. That like way Eric you have said, eight sides. Right. You got to your right side. Yeah. Stick an if that probe can't mouth, hack it, it put another one in front of you. That's how we get in there deep. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Stack them up. Jeez. All right. What's next? Holy cow. We're at like almost an hour and a half. This what? is awesome. We're just going with it. Do we want to keep going? What do we, we take? Well, Don't scare Ed. Down. Half of that's when we were chatting before we even started. Yeah, that's true, too. We're at uh, What's hour, next? We're about an hour and ten minutes. So now we're talking about the, uh, the effects on family. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the facial expression that just changed for Eric. Yikes. Um, Mood killer. Don't look at me. We're just talking about I'm fire. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, it's just the holidays, Jeez. and you reminded me I don't have any family. You keep complaining. I was going to no say that. No one gives that. you topics. Eric, all right. Where are your family? Here is, here is my advice to all the young firefighters. Don't bring it home with you. Don't mention your job to your loved ones. Bury it deep down inside. <laughs> and when it starts yes, bubbling back up, right. just take shots. You're fine. There we go. Done. Clearly, this is John's. Take an axe this out is of John's the action tree because this has to be at least the fifth time I've heard him say that. <laughs> I'm just trying to Bury help people out. down. Bury it down like the rest of us. I don't want to hear about your feelings. <laughs> and if you're a grown person crying, I'm walking away. <laughs> no, that one's actually legitimate. Right? I, oh, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Thousand percent. Carl. Carl's here, everyone. Hi, Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Carl. Bye, Bye, Carl. See you at four. I think that's John's favorite moment is when he sees me and there's an adult crying. And he's like, ha, ah, this is yours. <laughs> we, oh, we did no. talk about that in episode 15 as well. Yep. Yep. Uh, what do I do Listen, with my hands? Right? Yeah, Listen, I like, 
I have my bachelor's in psychology. I know what's going on and stuff. I do not know how to deal with a grown person crying. <laughs> no, like, neither I, do I. I. Just, I'm like, this is so awkward. There, there. Yeah. It, it, it's okay. No, I'm just like, <laughs> okay, Ed yeah. will talk to you. Right. Here's your cookie. Right. Yeah. I, I'm thirsty. You want a bottle of water? I'll or go get one. something stronger? Right. Yeah. What How's John do? handle it? Here's my partner, Ed. He's yeah. riding with you. I thought Ed was supposed to try to put together a program for you guys yes, after yeah. our last conversation. Yeah, that what was, happened to that? That was... Yeah, that was on the last episode. Oh no! Are, See, are you I'm an officer in another department. That's that's my job. That's not here. No. We assigned. I thought it was delegated. It's uh, literally nope. published. It is. Yeah. It is. We can play it back, and it's on video. I do yeah. believe. I said yeah. I'd work on it, not for a year. Nope. Mm. I'm um, pretty sure we assigned that to you. Yeah. <laughs> if not, it just happened. We now. have evidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is what but are we going? But if you're doing it for the other department, just change the top of the letterhead. I and could, yeah. There you go. There you get go. It done. <laughs> Invite both departments and have a good turnout. Two for the price of one. Right. Yikes. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't want your other departments are. What's that? I don't want your other departments are. You don't want my other department? They don't yeah, want you. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, wow. We'll yeah. see you, whatever, at two o'clock in the morning when there's actually something to do. So, family. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, what are your, I guess, what are your ideas for preparing... Your oh, family. I have no freaking clue. I don't know how to prepare His poor them. wife, my poor mother, has no idea what to do with us. She has me, him, and my brother. The youngest brother wants to go into law enforcement, and she's sitting there going, what is wrong with all of you? You have no emotions. You don't talk about anything except for coming back. And there was blood. It was awesome. Woo! So is right. she the but one who has a drinking problem in the family? <laughs> no, she's the one who doesn't drink. So how do we get her involved in public safety? Right. How do we ruin you're, her you're, life? Where does she fit in the spectrum? You are eating her contribution. <laughs> oh, she, we need that. But legitimately, she and has kitchen. made so many baked goods. Let it be noted I have not partaken in that Tupperware container yet. I'm going to wait until after so you don't have to listen to me For chew. the love of God, Eric, if you do not eat one of these cookie bars after giving me so much shit at RIT, RIT training about not bringing them the second day. I didn't eat them at RIT training either. I, oh, my God. I like him better warm. I'm done. He's never getting baked goods again. When her, when her brother got in the motorcycle wreck, Rob and I were teaching class together, and we went up and helped build a ramp for him to get in and out of the house. And oh, I, I don't know who actually made that. He does have another motorcycle. That's totally where I thought he was going. Yeah, so he, he wrecked, but we built him a bigger ramp. So now he goes into a dumpster. We fixed the geometry a little bit because that's what was off the, the numbers first time. Were off. So no, okay. no. So we built a, a ramp for his wheelchair. And I don't know who built them, but she, they came out with, was it you or was it your mom? I was your brother? I don't remember. But they were like fresh out of the oven. boards, thank you. You can't resist a cookie bar fresh out of the oven. Oh, no. But Ever since tried. then, we tell her, hey, bring cookie bars. And she brings them like three days later. They're hard There's and cold. There's a microwave downstairs. What That's what she about? said. <laughs> she knows oh, where it is. Okay. They're so not, these these were only made yesterday different because out of we they're, couldn't they're, get them. No one was going to get up at 6 in the morning. They're just different in a microwave. So than I did get up at 6 in the morning to make them last time, and someone didn't have them at RIT training. Okay, family? so preparing family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so mental health on both ends. Yeah. <laughs> now the one thing I, I will say is you can't plan things ever. I mean, mm -hmm. the amount of Valentine's meals I've missed and concerts and date I, nights or you know, whatever. That have can I give you gone. some advice? Don't. Don't yeah, plan. <laughs> Flowers, candy, and then you know if it happens, it happens. If not, oh well. 
Good. Yeah, well, there we go. All right. Good luck, everybody. You will never have a relationship. Flowers and candy. you can have a relationship with all the, without all that crap. They just also I guess have that, to be. I guess in this is probably sort of where you talk about safety. it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Christmas, your birthday, anniversary, your family houses. The statistics no, no, you wouldn't. It's fine. <laughs> I don't want to. She knew what she kids? was getting into. No, I got Did she? Because that's actually a valid thing. Oh, if yeah. she knew what she was getting into, okay, great. Oh, yeah. Is that why I saw her with another guy the other day? Ooh. Oh, that's fine. Dinner? That's fine. Ooh. That's fine. <laughs> he shares. That's been, that's been okay. allowed. Right? <laughs> Yikes. Okay. I have a what? Upside down pineapple on the front porch. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Look it up. Google it. Uh, so, oh, how Lord. do you prepare volunteers <laughs> okay, for yeah. a healthy work life and volunteer balance? <laughs> Just have him listen to this episode. Right. Send him yeah. home with John for a day. Right? I don't know how you guys are feeling, but I think this is our best one yet. Yeah. <laughs> this is no, this is awesome. Well, in all honesty, so my wife was a hairdresser when I re-met her. Was? Not currently, yeah. Uh, is. Well, she does, she does everything. So, like, I was we, working... We know, because you don't do anything. Oh, please. Mm. I was working for everyone back then. Northeast... Uh, per diem in Casco. I think it was on Raymond at the time. I was like literally just whoring myself out for jobs. <laughs> and she was just a hairdresser. And she kind of knew that literally I wasn't around. Just. Not just a That's the only job she had at the okay. time. However, employed solely as. Yes. Employed solely as. So she kind of, when we restarted dating Love again. Love you, Nina. She kind of, right. yeah. She kind of knew. Oh, plus I was doing the whole part-time police thing. So... And she agreed to start dating you again? Yeah. Obviously. Look at this. Amazing. John, well, we know we back to the mental, mental health a little. <laughs> but it, I, she's also, she's now a nurse. She also sells real estate. And then she cuts hair on the side. So she knew. And then plus we're kind of in the same career field. It's funny because when she, she'll bring home stories to me. And I'm just like, why, do you, why are you telling me work stuff? Like, this is not how this works. But she'll bring home stories, and I'll just chuckle. I was like, yeah, that's how it happens. I was like, that's, yeah. She's like, well, I had to babysit a psych. It was one-on-one. I was like, yeah, it's awful, isn't it? I'm glad. Like, I have them for 30 minutes, and then it's your problem. It is kind of nice having a significant other like that. I yeah. mean, you guys all know. Mm-hmm. We've right. talked about it before. I met mine at a class. Yours is almost a doctor And then we got together the year earlier. Were you yeah. instructing that class or? I was, but we actually didn't start seeing each other until the next year. Officially. Mm. Um. The best part is with a significant other like that, I th- and we've talked about this before, is that like when a call comes in, we both jump up and go together. So I'm not the one missing the activity. We both are. It's our pets that are <laughs> taking the heat when I got to shove them in a crate or out the door, which by the way, my dog knows the sound of our tones. Right. Oh. No. It just well, goes in the crate himself. It's, the, sa- it's the same thing with kids. Like I've, we were on the way you back from the kids camp. in a crate and go out the door. <laughs> yeah. I've literally had I'm my kids. Dad's well. I gotta go get my crate I've now. had my, I was like, uh, who was it? They were trying to land life flight and they were calling for a landing zone. My kids are in the back. I was like, daddy's just going to stop here. It's fine. I was like, just just watch your tablets. And then they look over and a helicopter is landing. And they're like, what was that? I was like, it's fine. You're then they fine. think you can do it at any time you want. I was, right. Daddy, make it happen in the backyard. <laughs> Where's my we helicopter? Were, we were coming back from camp one time. And uh, 
I think it was Carl. Of course it was Carl. Carl and Gretchen. That's even worse. Probably. There was a motorcycle, multi-vehicle accident, partial amputation, and I was still on medical leave. I just had hernia surgery, and uh, we were coming back. My wife was driving, and I heard the call, and I was like, we're driving right by it. She's like, you can't stop. You're not doing anything. I was like, I was like, but we're driving right by it. We'll see if they need help. She's like, you're not doing this. And I start picking up the mic. She goes, we're stopping, aren't we? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I won't lift anything. They will. But she responded. She was a nurse. She responded, and she's like, the foot was partially attached, and I was trying to put it on the backboard, and it kept flopping off. She's like, well, what do you do with something like that? And then I just grabbed the leg and put it in between their legs. And I was like, there, problem solved. We just get it to you, and then you take care of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> It's definitely it's definitely different when you're doing stuff like that with your significant other. Yeah. I remember a call that it's, we went it's on. It's really romantic when you literally make <laughs> eye contact and you're like, I love you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I went Here's to a partially her, amputated yeah. foot. I went honey. to a code this for me. I went to a code that we, we heard in another town that my wife worked in at the time. And um is this we, when she showed up with heels? Yes, it's the one. We're you doing wants. compressions. You were hitting on her the whole time. <laughs> I was doing compressions. You're trying to give this victim medications, and yeah. all you could think about was my wife's boots. I looked over. No, no, no. What happened was, I was. Somebody was doing CPR. No, you came. You were doing yeah, CPR. Yeah, I switched out, Danny. I, I was. I drilled the guy. We were pushing medications. I just heard a need to go. What do you need? I said airway. So I'm doing stuff, and I looked over, and she's wearing heels. We just came from a just, festival, yeah. festivity, whatever. And I'm just like, what? Something what special. <laughs> like, you don't see that. We're in the dirt, like, in the guy's driveway. And I looked over, and I was like, I was just taken back. And I was like, I, do, I just don't see somebody squatting down like this, doing airway, getting ready to intubate in heels. Like, I've never seen that To be before. fair, he would have had the same response if you were wearing heels. So. <laughs> that is the funny thing in, the, in public safety is that we go to the stuff, and we've done it for so long. Us guys have done it for a little bit. Your mind treks in ways you don't even think of. Like, I've been to a couple calls with John where he's made a couple comments, and I'm like, that's what you took out of this? <laughs> like, in the middle of this, all this mayhem, that is what you... That's that's what we're coming back. Are you, are you talking? Yeah, did you did you see that or did you see this? I'm like, no. I was pay attention to the dead person on the floor. That's like, like <laughs> no, it's no, like no. Like no dash cam. On your first call, I get in and I'll start talking to myself. If people, if that audio ever got, out, people would be like, are you talking the about heck? the guy that what snorted a bunch of you? coke and then had a stroke? Yes. And you're just like, yes. yeah. He goes in. He goes, oh, did you see this? And I was like, did you see that? And he goes. That's what you were focusing on? I was like, yeah, the neighbor came over and she looked like a person of ill repute. And, uh, and he's like, why were you? I was like, he was having a stroke. I already knew he was fine. I mean, I will say there was all the medical staff there. It wasn't just us. So, I mean, oh, okay. the patient wasn't being taken care of. That was not but, here. But John did notice the neighbor Disclaimer. more than the patient. Yeah, disclaimer. Hey, everyone has a different perspective, right? <laughs> we know where John's is. It's just a stroke's a stroke. What was I gonna do? So, it's funny. It's like so. they're like the cops. Like he's overdosing. He's overdosing. And Eric and I are outside. It's like okay, we'll wait. Ryan's inside, and they were they ask us for the stair chair, right? Yep. So we bring in the stair chair, and I look at him. I go, he's having a stroke. It's not an overdose. <laughs> I was like, no, that's a. <laughs> Yeah, all right, so we beat up that mental health oh. on both ends. Yeah, really, really <laughs> we all did. Know that's twisted. Uh, all right, I'm going to go back to the family for a minute, though. Right. Yeah, good. Only because I come from a different perspective. You guys have 
family members, your significant others that are in similar career fields. You know, career fields. fields. Mm-hmm. When I met my wife, we started going out. I had just left the fire service in Maryland. I went up to New York, uh, where I grew up. Sorry, guys. Uh, oh, that's part of the problem. Yeah, doesn't that explain everything? That explains that a, a lot. lot. Yeah. yeah, a lot of those yeah. puzzle pieces are mm-hmm. together now. But I went up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, went back up there, met her. We started dating, and I was out of the fire service for a while doing that. Actually, <laughs> then I went back, decided to go back to college, and I'm doing my engineering degree. Yeah, see, I actually do have something. Uh, but she had never known me in the early part of our life together in the emergency service. Then I went back into the fire department, and to me, everything just realigned. That's where I wanted to be anyway. From my mother's perspective, who has said this multiple times, she never wanted to marry a firefighter. <laughs> she never Ever. wanted to marry an engineer either. Well, Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. Yeah, right? <laughs> Two for one. So yeah, she had to learn. You know, we're out on a date. Tones drop. Um, bye. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. so she had a new perspective on that. She had to learn. And it was different for her. It was, it was hard for a while. Then oh, no, it still the, is. She still hates it. Yeah, she I know. hates that three of us are now running out too. Right, that that that's what it is. Yeah, now her family. It's not I'm abandoning her. Now it's whole, her whole family's. Like, all right, guys, her. fine. I'll just stay here. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be in the kitchen <laughs> making you know, some more damn cookie bars. <laughs> you know, Ooh, that's but really she under, she finally understood the commitment when this back when I'm living in Colorado and Broncos are in the Super Bowl because that doesn't happen all that often, and the tones drop and I leave. And she looks and she's like, you're r- really leaving? Uh, yeah. She goes, but the Super Bowl's on. And it's the Broncos. And that's, I think, literally, that's when the, it's okay. Yeah, you, you left, you know, Valentine's dinner. I, Christmas. You know, during childbirth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Here, so, hold this. I got to go. <laughs> but, yeah, she just, it took her a long time to realize, you know, oh, crap, there's a lot to this. And she gets upset. You got to talk about it. Got to talk about it once in a while. There, there yeah. is a balance, though, yeah. especially in the volunteer service. Like it took me a long time to realize that there are some points where you have to shut off your radio. Yes. And uh, God, it took me forever to realize that. But I mean, sometimes we'll just leave the out. area. You just got to remember yeah, turn yeah. it back on once in a while. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll we'll get there. <laughs> once COVID goes away, I promise I'll turn it back on. <laughs> But it's hard, especially when you do this as a living. When you, like, the last couple of weeks, one week I worked 90-something hours. This week I worked 80-something hours. I don't want to go home and listen to tones. No, right. not at all. Uh, not even a little. So they, they literally go in a corner. It's just, you, it, you get burned That's self-preservation. Out. Yeah. That is okay. I mean, if I worked 9 to 5 behind the desk, I could see keeping my radio on. <laughs> I wish I worked nine to five behind the desk. <laughs> I worked nine to five behind the desk from five to nine. Under the desk. Out of, on the street, wherever. Little things. On the street, huh? Yeah. Hey, we're going to make ends meet. But yeah, it is. It's, it's balanced. <laughs> but I mean, even. And then sometimes you, you do. You have to learn to shut them off mm-hmm. and spend time with the family before you start talking even to Even taking shifts, though. I mean, you get a call at the end of your shift. You, you got to go to call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I think that's that's what I figured out is I've I've lost more money in in tickets for concerts and stuff that I've missed than I've probably made in 
in overtime or um, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, overlap or holdover right. or whatever. So yeah. don't ever plan on your shift ending when your shift ends because it's just going to keep going. Very valid. Yeah. But come yeah. sign up. It's a great yeah. job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So back to, back to question one. Right. Yeah. Back to recruiting Every, your attention. Yeah. <laughs> I will say it's one – it was a big thing um, – I actually kind of had a relationship end over this when I wanted to get back into volunteering. I was in Colorado. It's really hard to volunteer in Colorado. Really? If you're on the front range, if you're up in the mountains, it's a little bit easier, but they still, they wanted basically, you know, you've been doing this for 20 plus years and you have all these certifications and you have to commit to seven years. And I was like, I don't want to live in Denver for seven years. That's stupid. Uh, so I found a, a search and rescue team that they were they were tamping it down because of COVID, but you had to go through this whole big training module with them once a year. So I said, okay, well, I just need to do something. I'm going out of my mind. You know, we're all housebound. Colorado was nuts anyway with COVID. So I was like, I just need to do something so I feel like I'm actually contributing to, back to the world. And they went, okay, you can do a bunch of, you know, computer stuff. Can you do all these spreadsheets for us, blah, blah, blah. And I went, absolutely. And it drove my boyfriend nuts that I would get done with work, which I was already working remotely, and then I'd go immediately into doing this work. And he could not understand it because in his mind, everything was, well, once you're done with work, you go play. Right. This is how you live. You, like, you just, you go skiing with that, Yeah. You no, go yeah. skiing. No, he wanted to play while he was at work. Correct. He wanted to get paid to get... To go out and don't, ski, which... Don't we all? But yes, right. we all do. That is, that's a good point, though, because this, this career field is a unique career field where it's Very not... Very much so. Nine to five. I, I was giving him crap, but it's really not nine to five. Like, yeah. even though he's in the office for eight hours, he's still on. His phone's on. Like, it is a lifestyle. It is. And that's Absolutely. a hard thing to accept for some people. And that was a big yep. thing is he, he could not understand, well, why, you know, if you don't want to go on this um, four-day river trip, and I went, because, because what if we have a call on for something? What if, you know, there's this, there's this volunteer thing and they might need help, and they were saying, you know, maybe we do, maybe we don't, but I want to be around for it. So you're going to give up a four-day river trip to be around for this potential? Yeah. I'm going to because I, I gave them my word that I was going to. So just very different concepts. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm the opposite end of that. I mean, I'm right. sure you heard it. You know. It's just like, look, I have Saturday from if 9 I to am 8. There, yeah. If I am in town and a call goes out, I will absolutely help you. If not, I'm not sticking around. But we talked about I've this. I've learned that now. Right. We talked yeah. about this a little bit earlier about how people trying to go up the ladder don't realize what up the ladder actually is. If you're a chief, I'm telling you right now, if you're even captains above, or a lieutenant, it's a, it's done. a, you have to stay in town. It's a 24 hour, a seven captain. day a week oh, thing. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you don't go off shift when you're an officer. You don't. Oh no. I've so a firefighter argument. that's picking up a shift, you can swap with somebody or whatever I was put you can. in that position yeah. that this is not going to change how much I stick in town. Like, yeah. So for anybody that, <laughs> for anybody that wants to have a life, don't become an officer. Right. Don't become a chief. Yeah. Or as I've said yeah. a million times, set your expectations. Mm. If they still put you in that position, knowing that your dedication level is when you're in town, great. Let's but if you accept that position and their understanding is that you're going to stick around nights, weekends, whenever, vacations, then you need to match that. And that's just the conversation to have. You know, know what you want to commit as far as shutting your radio off. You know, yeah, if you've been Every, there. Yeah. I was going to say, that goes back to almost everything we touched on. That goes back to the family. Right. Mm -hmm. Talk about your expectations. You know, 
that's something we didn't do with my wife and I, and never did it with the kids. They yeah, just nope. learn. Up, oh, that stupid thing on dad's side goes off again. Dad's Bye. gone for the next four or five hours. Yeah. Yeah. We're slowly getting in now. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, because it's only they're gone. Twenty years. It's fine. So yeah, managing everyone's it's expectations fine. is it's really fine. good on that. It's fine. It's it's from the moment you walk through the door to the moment you hit chief. You know, everything should be about communication. When you're on a fire scene versus when you're back at the station. You know, at the station, chief and the officers need to let the firefighters know what they're responsible for. On a fire scene, everybody needs to know what they're responsible for. If you don't set those expectations and those responsibilities, then it's going to go to chaos. And, right. and good, bad, or indifferent, something it is kinda, not going to go the way you want it I mean, it, it goes all the way back to recruitment when, when we were first starting talking. Ugh, yeah, I just got words. Um, when we were talking about the fire department and how fire is really the smallest piece of all the stuff we do. Yeah, you know, it's it's so. Yeah, we're the fire department, but we have ambulances, and that's pretty much what we're going to be doing. Right. You know, so, but then, kind of what you were saying, as far as well, when am I going to leave critical events to go help out? You know, structure fire goes out, you'll find people you haven't seen in twenty years. Right. Just yeah, that was your boy yeah. coming because, out of woodwork. Because now, not only are you doing your job and helping out but in a way you're getting to do what you actually enjoy right. doing. So mm-hmm. you're you're not you're kind of weighing your your options. You know, right. If I can I have left a date for a structure fire. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah, and that's understandable. Yeah. Every one structure fire is more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all get that. We, yeah. we, we've all right. done that. Yeah. Thankfully <laughs> that individual probably. also got it because they are in emergency response. Somebody else who would not have gotten that yeah, how's has your also happened in Alaska. Uh-huh. We don't need to kick them that. to the door. Yeah. yeah, it works out great if the date's not going well. It's I tried. <laughs> I have oh. definitely tried. I asked my EMS lieutenant to send out a fake, oh, no, we need you one time when I knew a date was going to be really bad. Yeah, exactly. She let me down. Text a buddy, go, hey, in about six minutes, there's going to be an MVC, and you're going to need everybody possible. Please tell me. That's awesome. <laughs> that awesome. I just want to know how her current boyfriend does with this. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, things we do don't tell. need to talk about. We're fine. <laughs> things were. Ooh, <laughs> this doesn't sound good. And next topic we have is uh, oh. that's just dad fishing for more information. Dad's been fishing for a while. The inevitable girl talk. Well, now we have a whole panel. Let's hear about it. We'll yeah. judge. Uh, I got a lot out of that writ training. We'll just say that. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) I just killed Uh, half the table. No, that's true, because when I learned the handcuff knot, (laughs) amazing. (laughs) Right, Dalton? I thought, saying, gonna say, I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say. Yeah, I was going to say escape out the window. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and this is how we do a head first bailout. I don't. And go. I don't think she was talking about the tactics. I think she was talking about the individuals we invited to come. Oh, oh that's amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I know exactly what we're talking about. I know I was, you do. I was picking okay, exact, so I was exactly picking up a tool. <laughs> 
I have never had more gossip spread about me than through my father's text messages than I have in my entire life. Me? It yes. wasn't just through his text messages. <laughs> what have you been doing? I was going to say, I'm the, I'm the innocent person here. You are so, okay. He, he actually um, had nothing to do with it. I found out by the other Let's individual. talk about something less uncomfortable. Oh. So, uh, oh. when is uh, Freiburg going to merge departments? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's less... <laughs> All right, Ooh. I think we call it at this point. Yeah, We're approaching the two-hour mark. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. Well, we only had one one part. Oh left. come on, we're yeah. not getting to girl oh, yeah. talk. All right, we very did girl talk. I say we hit girl talk. Yeah, okay. but did we really hit all of it? Because I think I we were just starting to get into it. I, that we, might be. I've given up on that. We're no, just going to slide past. I that. think that was a whole other episode. <laughs> we'll, we'll have. We had to bring Lexi back for that woman's episode. Oh, we should bring Lexi. Honestly, yeah. So our new so our New Year episode, we'll try to make it a girl episode. Yes. Yeah, bring in Lexi. Females. I'll see if I can drag my wife in. <gasps> yes. Yeah. I want to right meet by her. the hair of her I'll head. get Gretchen We've been together too. long enough. <laughs> the angry Gretchen. So be angry Gretchen. We just got to make sure that their cycles aren't all at the same time. At the oh, moment. Lord. Well, right. We're yeah. calling it. Okay. Right. Thank you for listening. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy Merry holidays. Christmas. Stay off Bye. the ice. Don't do anything dumb. <laughs> <laughs>